Welcome back to the Cult Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here with my co-host, Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones. We're coming back to you with another 90s film. We do tend to stick in that pocket just because, I mean, it's nostalgic and nice for us and hopefully for you too out there. Uh, But we're going to be doing the 1994 film, Airheads. Chaz, Pip, and Rex are determined to have their band's demo tape played on the air. Out of desperation, they sneak into a Los Angeles radio station, but when the manager meets them with hostility, they resort to threatening him with realistic-looking water pistols. Soon the situation escalates, and the none-too-bright rockers get in over their heads. Starring Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, Judd Nelson, Michael McKean. You know, this is one of those fun movies where it doesn't really seem like this group would work together as like a good cohesive gang, but it really does play together well. Airheads. What if Wayne's World met Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Another one of those stories where everyone just needs that one shot to make it big, and of course they do. The Lone Rangers have heavy metal dreams and a single demo tape that can't get anyone to play. The solution? Hijack an AM rock station and hold the DJs hostage until they agree to broadcast the band's tape. Airheads. Uh, Airheads, 1994, I believe. Sure Correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, Directed by Michael Lehman. He also directed Heathers um, and quite a bit of TV stuff he's directed. He he did a handful of Californication, True Blood. Um. Yeah, a lot of just kind of here and there stuff. I dipped into a little bit of Californication, and I liked it. And, I mean, Heather's is a cult classic that we'll probably eventually get to. Hudson Hawk comes up, too. I, I, don't, I haven't seen that, though. I don't know that one. Michael Lehman. Uh, written, written by Rich Wilkes. He also wrote Vin Diesel's Triple X. Oh, cool. Did he do the sequel? No, 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 no. Didn't invite him back. Oh, what a shame. What yeah. a shame. Richie on a Rich. side note, I caught a little bit of Fast Nine. Really got away from uh, from 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 the last time I saw it. Oh yeah, they've changed. Was that just Fast and the Furious? Uh, I think I've seen one, two, and a little Tokyo Drift. But uh, Tyrese was in space with Ludacris in a yeah. car. Yeah, that happened. So <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm like, I'm like, what happened? Yeah, All right, shit. continue. Oh fuck! Um, starring Brendan Fraser plays Chaz. This seems early in his work, kind of, right? I mean, where, where are we at here? We're right around George of the Jungle. Are we? Beautiful. We're yeah, right we're before right he's there. like a true leading man in Hollywood, which is obviously the mummy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of in this Encino Man, George of the Jungle era. Is this you our th- third or fourth uh, Frasier? Uh, we definitely we did, did the Blast mummy. We did Blast from the Past. We did the mummy. It's our third. Third. And if you're playing along at home, you're like, oh, they're definitely going to do Airheads, right? (laughs) Yes, we are. That's the one we picked. Uh, Steve Buscemi plays Rex. I just watched Fargo not too recently. Uh, He might have come up for the first time in The Big Lebowski, but I can't even remember. You can go back and see that episode. Con Air. Yeah, he's he's popped up in a DC. He's actually probably up there as someone who's been in a lot of our movies as well. Do you know the absolutely absurd thing? One year before this movie came out, he was in Pulp Fiction. And then he and then he's in this movie. It's the character actor. You get the roles you can, especially at that point in your career. He, he really is a, always been all over the place in just great movies and terrible ones. 
And Jordan, you said something earlier that he just still looks 40, even though it's early in his career-ish. Yeah, it's he, weird. So, someone like him, actually, since they have such a distinct look, ages really well because he's r- probably right. now 60. He kind of looks like that still. True. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, different. it's a different age as well. Yeah. He just has always been 40. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler plays Pip. Uh, this is early in his career, I believe, before like the Happy Madison, Billy Madison. Yeah, stuff, right? one year later, uh, uh, Billy Ma- Billy Madison comes out. So that poo, you know. Is this like what was it? Was this like his first role? It might have been or um, first. He was major, in a movie maybe. called. Uh, I think he made a cameo in the Coneheads. You know, when he was on uh, SNL, he had a movie with one of the Wayne's brothers called Overboard or Going Overboard. That might have been straight to video. This and then I think. Oh yeah, he know, had a handful of stuff. He becomes the, a Sandman. The Cosby Show. Interesting. Huh. Oh, yeah. That's where he, I think he got his early Plays start. Plays Smitty on The Cosby Show. What the fuck? Did not know that. Um, Chris Farley plays one of the cops. Wilson. Uh, kind of just a fun cameo. Friends making a movie. It feels like that vibe. Kind of like how he'll be some, in yeah, some more Sandman role. things, you know? Yep. Michael McKean plays Milo Jackson, sort of the head of the, the radio station. I think we can... We can say safely that this podcast is a fan of Michael McKean because this is our maybe fourth his movie. Who, who can even say? You know, he's been we did in Spinal Tap, we did Clue, we did. Did we do a Mighty Wind? Not yet. Uh, but no, we, we haven't done someday. that. But didn't he show up in one more thing? I think so. He's shown up probably in like four more things we're forgetting. He's shown up a and, lot and way too many of Cameron's recastings. And I'm going to go ahead and throw him uh, my favorite role: Clue. <laughs> Love him in Clue. Clue's yeah, good. I think that's his best. I Although had to stop her screaming. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. It might be Spinal Tap for me. He's pretty funny in that movie. I mean, that's true. That's a classic. But you know, you know who he is. We've talked about him a bunch. And if you don't know, go back and listen to our work. And you know, we'll talk about him. Judd what Nelson. might I call a cult classic. <laughs> Judd Nelson plays Jimmy Wing. I think it's the first time he's popped up for sure. I mean, Breakfast yeah. Club. Uh, I mean, kind of your yeah, we haven't done John Club. Hughes movies. <sighs> He's a bad actor. <laughs> He's a bad actor. It's one of my first notes in the movie, but we'll get to it. <laughs> bad actor, bad actor. Uh, Ernie Hudson plays O'Malley, another one of the cops. He's in Ghostbusters. Winston. He's Winston from Ghostbusters. Yep. That's a Ghostbusters 2 reference. <laughs> nice. Uh, David Arquette is Guys. also in the film. Oh, yeah. That surprised the shit out of me. Me too, actually. And I've seen this movie. <laughs> me too. I was like, oh, wow, I guess he, he snuck in here too, huh? I kind I love his role. It's funny. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's only three years away from starring in Scream. Perfect. Yeah, right. And about yeah, right. eight years away from starring in Eight-Legged Freaks. That's and, right. And then, I don't know, 20 years from starring in Scream, Scream. again. <laughs> Scream again. The new Scream. Um, Michael Richards plays Doug Beach. Sort of the unrecognizable Kramer, if you will. Honestly, he, it's a pretty funny role of his. He's canceled. Yeah, he good, he, he fucked role. up his career, but that role's funny. Yeah, he's really funny. He's such a good uh, comedian, physical, physical actor. Act. Yeah, yeah, he, he really is. I mean, I don't even know what the point of his role is, but he, he really takes it and runs. That yeah, will get to him. Or we just got to him. We it, liked it. There it was. We don't approve of his off-the-field stuff. We didn't pick this movie for him. I mean, obviously, Kramer Seinfeld we mentioned, but uh, that's all I can think of. And then Alan Covert plays uh, like one of the cops who... He's in it for like just a second, but he's Grandma's boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler's friend, who you always see in the yeah. Happy Madison productions. He's yeah, the yeah. cop at the very beginning when Adam Sandler's trying to sneak out that's like keeping pace with him. Fun cameo yep. from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I can't be sure if this is how they met, but this is probably how he met Steve Buscemi. And the Sandman seems loyal to his crew, and That's he'll true. put him in Farley. any movie. Yeah. And Joe Montagna plays Ian. Um, you're going to know him from... I mean, you know him Just for sure from it. The Simpsons. He's the voice of Fat Tony. Uh, so you know his voice work. I'm not sure uh, off the he top of He still has a really recognizable face, though. Yeah, he really does. And I, and I kind of forget what I know him from, but I just... So this year, The Godfather Part 3, Baby's Day Out. I don't know why I recognize him so well, though. You know what acting show um, I know him most for? It's Three Amigos. He's like the studio head boss that fires them all. Oh, yeah. And, like, steals their clothes. I'm just, that's what I remember him from always. And... Um, in a in a in a, in Waterboy, when they're like Joe Montana, and he's like great actor. He's like Joe Montana, the quarterback, you idiot. And then we got Again, another shout out to him. people he started with and friends. Uh, this one's actually a fairly tight tight cast. So uh, yeah. you guys want to move it on to Unverified? Sure. Welcome to Unverified, and welcome to the cult classic movie phone. It's August 5th, 1994, and currently in theaters, you could have seen Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford. The Little Rascal movie. You guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the Army Now with Polly Shore and Andy Dick. I've seen that too many times. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. <laughs> I got a pickle. Hey, 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 hey. The next Karate Kid, so the Hillary Swank one, the reboot. Nice. And cult classic movie that we'll eventually get to probably Natural Born Killers. All these were in theaters, but you chose to see Airheads. What do you guys have for facts on this? I didn't find a ton. Um, I'm reading it. It's the final film to use the 1980s 20th Century Fox logo. Oh, nice. I always like those fun, like, uh, intro. Well, usually it's like a change up logo where they do something fun with it, but they used, they know, started the CGI logo, made its debut. Um, in the Scout, oh, another snap. film featuring Brendan Fraser. Um, just to throw this out right after the movie phone, uh, you chose to see Airheads, but you probably didn't because it had a budget of eleven point two million and made domestically five point eight million. Ooh. Sounds about Ooh. damn. Ooh. I did. I mean, I was young. It was four, so I mean, I definitely saw this on TBS and TNT a bunch. This is my kid. first watch. I didn't even really know about the movie. I watched <laughs> it a lot as a kid, but like, I haven't seen it in years, really. Um, this is a weird fact, kind of. So, Mark, you know the band Cannibal Corpse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a heavy metal band known for having, like, really gory graphic lyrics that are disturbing. So the death metal band Cannibal Corpse was originally set to play in the movie, uh, but when the producers found out that they already played Cannibal Corpse and Ace Ventura Pet Detective, uh, because apparently they were Jim Carrey's favorite band at the time in 94, uh, the producers wild. switched and opted for uh, White Zombie, who was Rob Zombie before Rob Zombie. I saw Cannibal Corpse at the Picador in Iowa City when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. No, no, I was really? uh, probably I was probably freshman or sophomore in high school. How yeah. was that? <laughs> I saw him with um. Oh, they've got a really it's the, the band starts with an A. Betray uh, you? No, uh, screamo band. Congr- Asking Alexandria. You're close. You're close. I'm Alisana. Alisana. Got there. Alisana. Uh, thank and you. And a day to remember, like before they like were huge. I hope oh, yeah. that that little conversation that. you guys had, somebody's at home listening. 
Alisana! Alisana! Please say Alisana! No These one is yelling idiots. that. No one's yelling that except for the guitar player for Alisana right now. Please, please say it. I remember. Do that you tour. think the guitar player for Alisana listens to our podcast? I think no. He does. Uh, Why not? So, they might like cult classic movies or our take on movies. Okay, I've got a little cameo that I actually think is fun from this. Yeah. Um, when the radio, uh, when the radio uh, DJ's taking calls and it sounds like Beavis and Butthead called in to make fun of him. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it was. It was Mike Judge who voiced Beavis and Butthead and created it actually doing the voice. So that's that's kind of fun. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice, Mike Judge. Uh, this is not exactly a cameo, but uh, so when the gang, Rex, Rex and Pip, and then Susie are collecting the CDs in the... Uh, or were to play on air, uh, there's a poster of Spinal Tap in the background, which obviously stars Michael McKean. He's playing Milo in this movie. Little Easter egg for you. There's someone... Oh, let me look it up. There's the guy who's like, I masturbated when they're like going through, like, <laughs> they, didn't be, they weren't cool in high school or whatever. Yeah. The, guy, the masturbation guy is somebody. Uh, oh, I forget who that is. I know Lemmy's in the crowd, and they mentioned, like, Lemmy oh, is Oh, yeah, God. from Motorhead. He, yeah, he's the guy that says, like, I was part of... I was school yearbook editor is the one yeah, who yeah, yeah. Out. Uh, I do the I, I masturbated constantly is somebody and I forget who it is. I don't have Damn it written down. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up quick. Talk amongst yourselves. I do have this one. Uh, Rebel Radio was loosely based off of uh, KNAC 105.5 Pure Rock, uh, which went off the air six months after this movie and did go. It didn't go to easy listening. What did it go? It went to a Spanish language station instead. But it was loosely based off of this classic rock station in the area. Switching, switching. You over. guys remember our our rock station? Uh, K- rock 108. Rock 108. Which I believe came in clearly for me on 107.9. It was 107.9 for everybody. Okay, just checking. Okay, yeah, let's... Yeah. <laughs> Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show is billed in the credits as the masturbating rocker. Oh, there you go. Oh, so, okay. I'm, I've never been a big uh, Stern guy, but just one of the, I'm guessing, comedians he has like yeah. on, on, in-house yeah. with him. Okay, that's fun. I think it's just a guy that works there that they make fun of because he stutters. That would make sense, hence the name. Well, probably makes a shit ton of facts. Uh, the Lone Ranger's hit single, Degenerated, is actually a song by 1980s pop, pop, punk group, sorry, Reagan Youth. Jordan, you got anything? No, I told you that Beavis and Butthead one, right? Yep, you nailed it. Okay. You're welcome. Audio's first. There weren't a ton of facts out here for this one, and it's probably because it was a movie with a low budget that not many people saw in theaters. There's some inside baseball, like metal stuff, like when addressing the crowd of rockers, Chaz declares, they've got the guns, we've got the numbers. It's a line from uh, The Doors. It's a line from The Doors song. I did see a little bit of that too. Like a lot of There's it is just kind of the stuff they say is re- is sometimes referencing reference. like song or lyric or like band. Yeah, but like apart apart from that, there's nothing like too interesting actually like filmmaking wise into right. this one. So yeah. if anyone knows anything out there, write us in at coldclassics at gmail dot com or better yet, just write it on the movie poster and social media. But we're gonna move on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, Questions, comments, animosities. I watched this actually a few times, but I watched it with Jordan, and we both made the same comment. Brendan Fraser looks odd on that motorcycle. I don't know if it's that he's too big or something. He looks like a caveman. Unnatural. Yeah, and granted, yeah. he has like long hair, but something was real weird and hunchy about it. And that's a just weird thing I noticed. Had to say it. It, it looked like a decent sized motorcycle. He looked big and extra goofy. And he's a goofy guy, I get, but it didn't look right. I didn't trust it. 
It didn't go for the cool vibe I think they wanted to come across. I, yeah, yeah. Let's I don't know. Look, There's look something about his hair, too. In, in George of the Jungle, it doesn't really throw me off as much. He kind of looks sort of like Fabio. Let's know. talk about the hair here. We're we're thinking we're thinking full wig. I'm guessing it's obviously not that long extensions. Like he had long hair around this. There's time. dead ends. There's it's, there's something wrong with it. It's I think not it's a, I think it's a wig on 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 uh, Fraser. But I think Steve Buscemi's is real. I could believe that. What's crazy I, to me is he looks less weird with long hair. I like him better with long hair. He looks. I know. I wish on, you could go back. Wonky eyes, less wonky. I, I'm kind of a fan of it, too. And weirdly, though, uh, Adam Sandler uh, had hair and wore, wore a bald cap for this. Really? Oh, really? No, that's not true. No, of course he's like, no, he, he did have an earring, though. And I think yeah, he, he rocked an yeah, earring in real, real life. Cool. Or am I past being able to pull off an earring? Not pull off, but just have one and it's fine. Or am I just too old and I never had an as earring? As long as you're not just doing the one dangly feather kind of vibe you want to do. Like you're oh, I really want to do rocker. that. Yeah, you're going for like a that. Johnny Depp Aerosmith thing. And I think if you just have some tasteful small earrings, you're fine. I'm now going to the... Um, Big scarf. <laughs> a lot more of like, bracelets. More like beaded necklaces. Yeah, whatever. It would help if you had accoutrement to help like sell the look. No, Sandra I'm did saying- have a puka shell. You guys ever do puka oh. shells? Oh, big everyone time. Did. I have school, I have school pictures with a puka shell on <laughs> Hell yeah. I got some new ones because my fiance went to Hawaii a few months ago. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. damn. You know what did suck about puka shell necklaces? Not really tugged catching it, in your yeah, yeah. Tugged, tugged at the neck hair. Yeah, they yeah. really, really uh, got what, a hold of you. What were you saying before we got you off track on the puka shells? Oh, I think I was gonna say, can I pull off an earring? But think more Harrison Ford now as an eighty-year-old man. Just the just the I thin th- loop gold. I think you, I think you just gave yourself the answer there. I think just, I'd have to get divorced now. And just <laughs> like Rick and Morty, like, uh, what's the dad's name? Jerry. Just real Jerry vibes. Okay, okay pilot, back to, take, back to this up, movie. Yeah, sorry. So just, just animosity, just like, t- I, I get it, they're supposed to be stupid, but just ambushing a record label, that's never going to work. I mean, let's take this to Brink skateboarding, just trying to force their skating tape on someone. Just forcing your material on people is never going to work, and I hate when that's a plot in movies. No, I kind of liked it. No, I kind of liked this idea. I, can, I, I think you? we should maybe implement this in our own band. You're saying we should storm some headquarters and start uh, uh, just putting putting our material in people's faces. That's no, no, right. Mark's, that's right. Mark. No, Mark is actually 100% like storm radio station still. He wants you guys to get a hit on the On the trip. radio. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to WGN. We're I don't not, know. I'm, I'm I don't know a letters, single radio station other than like a college radio station that might have any say on what goes on the air. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like. I, I only think know the, Rock 108 turns out. I think the whole plot of that movie did happen, and it's all a conglomerate of the same station playing the same shit everywhere now. Should I we think just happen? Should we just jinx it? One, two, three, favorite radio DJ. One, two, three, Delilah. Oh, sure. No? I was about to say, the only one I could think of is Howard Stern and Delilah. I was going to say Salty and Swan or whatever their fucking name was. Salty oh, and Swan. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Salty and Swan. Mad do, Cow I, in the Morning, we got some of that. Radio, I, I radio do, is is Schulte and Swan still a thing? I haven't listened to them forever. <laughs> 102.9, right? So this movie is forgettable and people don't like it and probably mm-hmm. even know what it is. Like many people are in Mark's uh, uh, boat in this one. I like mm-hmm. this movie and I think it's funny and it plays okay. I think I missed it as a kid. I think if I would have caught it with the Tommy Boys and the Water Boys and the other boys, like I, I would have liked it. I just... And, I don't know. It's, it's, here's where, here's where I think silly. you can get new new viewers, though, because it does have Buscemi. It does have Adam Sandler. It does have the phrase. It has character actors that people want to see. And we mentioned this earlier, but I do want to bring it up now. Just comment. It is kind of like a weird group together, like Frasier, Sandler, um, 
Buscemi. It. it doesn't seem like they would really all mix together, but they really kind of do. It works for me. What do you guys think? Well, do you know what they all have in common? They all are willing to play silly and goofy. Even Buscemi, True. he's willing to do whatever, pretty yeah. much. So it all worked. And then you've got the side characters like McKeon. He'll pretty much, I mean, he goes for weird roles. Uh, the guy that, I can't think of his Montania. name. Montania, I mean, like, it's not like he's making A-list movies. But all these guys, the the three main ones, they're all, in a weird way, leading men in their own right in different roles. Even Buscemi. That's true. That's he gets true. to be a leading man sometimes. It's, weird to, see, it's weird to see Sandler sort of out of, well, I get us before his, like, sort of his the, the peak of his career. His, his empire. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird to see him sort of in, like, more of, like, a timid, less goofy dad role. I don't know. Yeah. He well, looks like a like was he at like a heartthrob like back in the cuz he he's got yeah. he's got a set of abs on him. He's he was wearing a crop top and Well, in this comedic movie, he was playing sort of the cute heartthrob one. True. Yeah. But he kind of a... did that on SNL too when he was young. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, this was kind of before he kind of had his established <laughs> acting. I mean, he kind of has his set of characters, but this was before he he was him kind of. Right. You... You're talking to like, uh, yeah, I think our whole generation are huge fans of Adam Sandler. But the older I get and the further I get from it, I cannot believe his career. It is. And crazy. I love him. I don't get it at all. I was thinking about this earlier today. Go just on. With like The Rock. When I like, just can't believe about- that he became this big of a star with just going, how? And I love it. We all love it, right? I do hate getting asked this question as a band. And granted, you have to describe it when people are like, describe your sound. Who do you sound like? I do hate that. I do do hate that. But don't you love the fusion? I do like their answer all the time when they're like, what is it? It's like grudge. Like, what do they say? It's like sludge metal. What do they say? (laughs) I like like how they're like, it's like, it's a sludge metal, but it's not that. It's like this, but a little bit that. Because that's exactly uh, what the answer always is. Like, well, we're kind of like this, but for us, it's always like a broad, like, well, you know, Green Day and Blink-182, we're like that. I always do an over-encompassing, like, like uh, alternative rock. Like, okay, cool. Imagine Dragons. Like it. Like it. <laughs> Radioactive. Solid. 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 That's, that's us. That's us. All right. Um, I guess hindsight with this movie, it's sad that uh, their genre of music that they're portraying is they're they're at the crest. It's over. It's about to be grunge. It's not even going to exist in 1995. Might not have existed in 1994. That's, I mean, that's true. Really, everything they were fighting against did happen, and it's, it's all over, Jordan. Um, I think that uh, uh, um, Chris Farley is, you know, great and with his duo with uh, Spade. Mm-hmm. But I love him in this little side role. Just give him a cameo and let him just roll his, with it. His quick head jerk, like just physical reactions are hilarious. Like him just like looking over and running across the parking lot for like his, like for not even a line, just for someone to speak to him is hilarious. <laughs> Cameron and I watched this a couple weeks ago and we're like, hey, we got a movie podcast. You want to talk about it? So that's why we're doing it. And we like the movie. But uh, before I saw Chris Farley in, the, in, in his cameo, I'm like, you know who I'm going to cast? And we got to get Chris Farley in this movie. And then he was. Then he just was like they were ahead of it, so that takes away my recasting for the Chris Farley type. Sure was. So this is like a small animosity. Well, no, it's a big animosity. I get that they're all supposed to be stupid, but it takes Brendan Fraser a really long time to remember that there's a copy of the tape out there that exists. Like he knows that there are other forms of it. Why don't they try to acquire those? Like that should be the number one demand. The tape. That was my biggest animosity. Was the other tape. Yeah, you should be getting the record. You should be getting the tape. You should your demand should be like, we need all that music here immediately. That's like now this is the one that the girlfriend Kayla threw out of the car, right? Right. Yes, it's not going to survive. Just 
sitting in the middle of the road. No, and she's not going to find that again. You're not going to remember exactly where you threw it. That and... right there is my biggest animosity. That tape's not getting found. No, she's no. never going to find that again. No. That's the only real animosity I have with the movie. I'm like, that's dumb even for this. I'll say another one. The fact that they leave the building was crazy to me. After they already have hostages, all the times they're running out, they're just being like, rock and roll. We got all kinds of beer in here, man. Like them sticking their Free heads tickets. out. They would get capped. They would get capped so quick. They would yeah, get boom. shot. In this day and age, yeah. But in the 90s, I don't know. We were, we were, we were a little more fun. <laughs> fun? <laughs> we were a little more fun. We were a little more innocent back then, we, I we, think. We used to draw out those hostage situations a little longer. <laughs> see how they played out. I mean, we used to have movies uh, like The Negotiator where you negotiated with these people. And then eventually you, you killed them or you arrested them at the end. You know, now it's... Different. And like, well, adding on top of that, kind of like a harsh news broadcast for an ongoing hostage situation with them being like a washed up band full of idiots is in there taking like they are just dragging them apart. They're watching that. They have hostages in there. What are they doing? There was a lot of dead air, too, at the beginning of the hostage situation before they realized they could start start playing music and whatever they wanted to do. Like, oh, imagine an, listening an to that station. Hour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Everybody, op- listen, that's a good way to stop work, too. Be like, hey, I think there's a live yeah. hostage situation yeah, yeah. going on right now. I'm sitting in my car like for 30 minutes before I go in. Like, you're, you're going to be like, I'm just I'm just listening to this now. This is what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to listen to this. Like, well, I don't want to hear care? some. I don't want to. I don't want to hear someone get murdered. You Are know, you showing up in the radio? parking lot? No, <laughs> no. You don't know I didn't, party, show, man. I didn't show up to Obama's inauguration speech in Grant Park. I'm not going to the parking lot. That's fair for a bunch of like, armed dumbasses. Yeah, like I'm good. Like I should have gone to that. It's just like I don't like the crowds. And again, you're you an know. urban hermit. I'm an urban hermit. Check out our urban hermit podcast. Have we ever brought that up here? Bunch. Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> we have on this one. I don't know. We have on everything. Uh, uh, so the little animosity, but just comment their reasoning for like deducing that Milo is switching the station is kind of stupid. I mean, the whole thing is they go in there and Ian's like, wait a minute. Milo doesn't like CDs. Why are there CDs in his office? He works at a radio station. It should probably have a bunch of music and merch and stuff in there. Yeah. Also, why didn't he just lie? Why be yeah. honest then? Just oh, I'm giving away this stuff for another radio station. We're, we're slinging other merch. And number two, why have it in the office? I mean, there's a lot of just ways to get around it. But like, I hate Ian's Milo doesn't like music. Why does Milo have CDs in his radio station office? Bothers and he me. must like music to, in, in some capacity. He likes just not the same He's music. just a businessman. He's a suit Jordan. <laughs> but he wasn't even like for sure going to stay on, it seemed like. You know what I mean? He was still trying to get his job at the end of it to stay on as like the... Who, Ian? The guy with the ponytail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Milo. Yeah, Milo, it didn't seem like necessarily he was going to stay on as like uh, station manager. Uh, it seems like he was the only one staying on, you know? Although I, I have heard like Jimmy Kimmel in interviews when he used to work in radio. He's like, I've gotten fired like four times when the radio station just went in another direction, they just fire everybody. Yeah, I have so I think that. that is pretty accurate. I don't know, you know who listens to radio now, though. Uh, I would on the commute because there's a minute where my connection to my iPhone can like cuts out around the Sox Stadium, and I have just like five to ten minutes of Chicago. Radio. That's why you always come in singing Katy Perry. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it's why there's like today's hits of like the same shit stuck. My- yeah, that's 100 percent it. <laughs> Animosity, hate the nipple tear bothers me oh yeah that's oh, like yeah. it's like a, anything with fingernails nipple tears is tough that's that's tough don't like it i love chris farley in this movie Every, everything he does is funny but that nipple tear bothers me it's the worst part of the movie actually yeah you know, you don't recover from that i don't think 
your nipples uh, gone. Uh, yeah, I think, I, mean, right? I, think, I mean, you could maybe put it back. Well, like, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, like, your nipples still yeah, there. Yeah, if you the, have it. The little tippy part's gone, right? Like, that's not coming well, back. Well, that's what I think. Yeah, glue that back on. Just super. What, what's, what's the tip of your nipple, Kyle? I don't know the name. I know an areola is in there somewhere. I believe it is the nipple. Is it not the just nipple? The oh, nipple? Yeah, oh, then, you're, then your nipple's gone. Oh. You got the areola, but that nipple's not coming back. It might self heal. I think it's I don't, I don't think areola. it's a lizard tail. I don't think it's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an inchworm. You got to reattach, reattach that. Your your tongue grows back, right? Uh, no, it doesn't. Question: Like if you if you bite a hole in your tongue, it just self heals. Yeah, but if you cut the tip off, that's not coming back. No, tip. If, yeah, you can't just go around back. spreading lies about that. Yeah, like <laughs> like it'll fuse yeah. back together. Yeah, but <laughs> listen, like, if, if you kiddos or adults, it, I, I assume nobody's taking us at our word at this point, right? That's not what the rule. <laughs> judging not. by our reviews. No. <laughs> uh, we love to hear from you keep writing review like subscribe and share you know what i mean uh, and check question. out urban hermit what are your list of demands if you're in that radio station and you probably know it's going to end in a shootout uh <laughs> i guess not, um <laughs> not a football helmet full of cottage cheese no 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 i mean it's a funny thing but like i would do one things i'm going to get some use of i'd like a bunch <laughs> of weed i'd like a couple one pound bags of skittles i'd like a toblerone I need um, you to know they're not going. They're not going to give you weed. They'll give I you would the total like you to. Oh, you're going to break in the evidence locker. I have a hostage situation here, Mark. I would like you to find the extra copies of my music immediately because I would like to air that before I exit and you riddle me yeah, with the whole bullets. Thing. Um, I'd like a guarantee that our music will be placed into things so I can get some royalties post famously uh, for a while. Help out the family. Uh, what do you guys? Get? MTV's the challenge. Like that's we've got to be on MTV's the challenge. Oh, that'd be great. And if we survive actually being on MTV's the challenge, the challenge. No, that'd I really be terrible. Want to meet it's way, CT. It's way no, too. We're physical. not in, in enough shape. Are we making Couldn't demands for 1994 or 2022? Whatever you want. What do you want to do? What are your demands? In 1994, it'd be a lot of things like I'd love like a copy of Indiana Jones or something. Stuff that was probably just harder to get back harder. then. I want a Sega Dreamcast. Ye- I want, oh, yeah, there would I want definitely a holographic be- Charizard card. <laughs> At the time, I definitely would have wanted a trampoline. That you guys big. would have a hundred percent requested some type of instrument that you don't. Okay, have. I I got my nineteen ninety four list of demands. I was four at the time in August. I want one. Oh. Of the, I want one of those electric cars with the pedals that you can go in the yard. Um, I want a trampoline. A I don't need that. I want a trampoline. trampoline. I want a magic kit, but like a good one. Um, <laughs> and that's all I can think that's about. That's got the top of my head. Really, anything that you can get, like like awarded, like at the end of uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, some sort of Panasonic. Oh like, yeah, perfect. You yeah. want an inflatable couch? Anything a you can win. Thirty-two inch TV. Oh, you're actually right. For I want sure. rollerblades for sure, with all the gear, the helmet. You would yeah. definitely in 1994 want like a portable CD player with headphones, like a uh, hell like yeah. A, like a hundred percent. I would have done, and this is why I think, in in a, in, a, in a nutshell, and we're talking nineteen ninety four year old ourselves. This is why Make a Wish Foundation so stupid. Because I would have been like, I'd want to spend a whole day with Andre Woolridge, the point guard for the Iowa basketball team, like stupid shit like that. It's like, <laughs> oh, why would you want that at all? And it turns out that college student was still like, oh no, no, I'm good. Uh, I don't know. I got I class. You're asking uh, for me. A Tamagotchi, and then you guys are like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I definitely would have had whatever, whatever would have been the main video game system. So I guess like an in, like a 64. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, yeah, probably. Or 64. I probably would have been like, can I see a girl's boobs? Like a grown woman's boobs? Like, can I get that? Like, that's prob- what I would have been holding up hostage. And if you recall, Dave, you probably could have because they got uh, B. Arthur uh, topless. They got B. Arthur nude in it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Is that I B. Arthur? Done that. Very nice. <laughs>
Um, a lot of pulled pork sandwiches, just tons of them. <laughs> Ooh, nice. The like 24 inches of. I'm just like, this is the type of nine, like of pulled pork. Yeah, but like, because those are the things like I wanted as a kid, but I wasn't getting. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. as a, if I would have put myself as a 35 year old man, then I just um, immunity well, from this situation. Vortex, like the vortex, John Eloy, uh Nerf ball. Oh yeah, like well, yeah, that sounds great. All that nerf shit. Water gun, definitely a good super soaker. What, what, what would you want now, though? What would you want now? Just give me one thing you'd want now. A lot of recording gear, maybe a better car, a house. I'd like some property. <laughs> just, Cameron's just like financial house. security. <laughs> yeah, just, like I mean, like adult shit. I'd like to be taken <laughs> seriously. Four hundred one k. Four hundred one k that can roll over. You know, just something, something nice. Back to the movie. Just comment. Ian's going to jail. That DJ incited a riot outside when he's like, Is, are you going to listen to these assholes storm the stage? Can't do that. That's inside yeah, you a can't, riot. You can't say fire in a movie theater. You can't do that. Yeah, he's going to jail with them. I don't know how he's making those deals. The charges they say at the end, it's only just, it's like, it's like theft. Oh, arson. also, they, they just he was, things. I'm like, they're he, going to jail for way longer. I, I think yeah. he'd get a pass because like, he, you know, he was a hostage. <laughs> Uh, just again, comment, but so many cops would have taken a shot when they were up on the stage. The hostages were gone. Like there were so like at that point, there was no one being held hostage. There was no reason to give them all that. As soon as they got outside, take them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. They there, would. They would. There, there was no reason to keep the charade going anymore. And especially when they jump in the crowd, swarm them, swarm them. Yeah. It would, it would, <laughs> it would have gone worse. Yeah. A lot worse. Um, I, I do like this movie though. I just want to say, if you haven't seen it, do you got to watch it? Nah, maybe it's fun maybe. just to get some early work from some of those actors. There are some problematic things. I will say animosity, just some like weird, uh, they say femme. There's weird misogynistic and homophobic things, but it's a nineties movie and it's hard to find a nineties movie without some, yeah. sh- some shade in it. Some, some, some bad, just things that age poorly. So, I mean, you'll have to look aside that, but don't you always with a nineties movie now? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's any more egregious than any other comedy of its time, though. I will say it is a little shocking how quickly Chester just turns on his girlfriend to be like, dumb bitch. Like when she, oh, did, yeah, she does so much for him. And then he immediately is like, get out of here. You're, you're ruining the vibe. He's a real bad boyfriend. Yeah, he's a really shitty boyfriend. <clears throat> Chester. Really, really, really bad boyfriend. On the other hand, not that bad. Fairly not abusive. Bad. Not that, not that bad. No, she, <laughs> no. she headbutted the guy. She yeah, she got his... physical real quick. That's true. Yeah. It's she all around problematic. She threw hands. I don't think that they're going to make it past this. She called him a butt? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the rating on this? It must be PG-13. But yeah, it... I'm guessing PG-13. Uh... We don't see anything, and they don't swear much. No, I don't remember the swearing. So here's where I have the note, but uh, comment. Judd Nelson is a really bad actor. B. Arthur, wait, wait, B. Arthur, nice. Everything he says is, it feels, uh, it's going to ruin my recasting, but I'll get to it in a finer point later. To compare it, wait, it's who's like. Who's Judd Nelson playing this movie? He's the um, agent. Yeah, he's like the record he's agent the record that they, agent. that comes in like towards the end. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You they just warm no him at the beginning. He's almost got, it's like Shatner light. I kind of get that because everything he says kind of does that. Okay. I don't like it. I sure don't like it. I didn't notice I mean, it really that much, just because the movie is just kind of goofy and doesn't really take itself seriously. So I didn't, I didn't seem crazy out of place to me. Oh no! Like it's not like he drags down the movie, but in a in a goofy movie, I do feel like he jumped off the screen for being worse. I agree with that. I, I also felt that it almost feels like he's the over exaggerated parts of um, um, Charlie Sheen. He's kind of got that going for him. Anyway, whatever. 
Really? Uh, who doesn't like him, though, in um, Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club. Yeah, I got you back. Love Don't it. worry. Good movie. Sorry. I'm, Good movie. You know. Uh, great, the great, the great last action. note I have is just comment when they stage dive at the very end of that concert. That's like three stories up. Yeah, they're gonna, not getting caught at all. Well, they're gonna hurt the shit out. They're gonna break everyone's arms and wrists below them. Like on top of the like riot, the hostage, all that shit. Then they're gonna have lawsuits for the people they actually crush and maybe killed. Can't fall that far on top of people. You're gonna kill them. I saw a stage dive that was probably twenty feet in the air though once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the, like the balcony. At, uh. Well. He was like balcony height, but he climbed up on all the what do they call it? the speakers, the rafters, ca- and the scaffold. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as he jumped on him, um, the whole crowd went down. You know, absorbing his jump. Like everybody, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I bet it, it really was not sucked. cool. I bet he hurt himself, himself. and someone. Yeah, yeah, he definitely hurt himself. Uh, should we move it on to recasting? Let's yeah, do it. sure. Recasting. Casting. Let's start a little lower. Did anyone do Marshall Bell, the cop outside who's having marital problems? <laughs> no. No. Uh, this, this, is, this is a throwaway because he can be really stern and also funny. And I do him all the time, but Michael Shannon. I think this would be perfect for okay. him. Showing a little bit of his funnier side. I'll get off that one quick. Did, who, did anyone do Doug? He's the guy in the vents. He's Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And I, it's Mark, I'll let you go first. Mine's not great, but it's the only person I thought I like of. mine because I think it could be kind of goofy and physical. I did Joe Lotruglio. Give me everything okay. you got. Give me everything you got. Give me everything you got. He's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's also from uh, Superbad. He's the guy that hits him with the car. Models, I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I did Keegan-Michael Key. Ooh, Just physical humor. That one's good. I think he'd be pretty good at it. I, thank you. Thank I, I went way too hard in the paint and sure. just went Jim Carrey. Just oh, let okay. him wiggle well, I mean, around and do anything he wants. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be right in the pocket of him being Jim Carrey. So that works <laughs> great. Uh, did anyone... Who did you guys do for Kayla, the girlfriend? I'll go quick. I did Julie Bowen. Okay. Um, who's Julie Bowen? Uh, she's a mom Happy from Gilmore. Modern... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Later with Adam Sandler crew. That's why I like that. I did Christine Applegate. It's 100% looks alike. I did the exact same thing. It's pretty much married with children to me. That's an unverified casting what if, too. So. Uh, oh, is yeah. it? Oh, nice. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, she should have gotten that role. Uh, who'd you guys do for O'Malley, the main cop outside listening to demands? Danny Glover. Winston. Okay. That works great for me. I did Reginald Van Johnson. Val Johnson, we did him before. I mean, he's from uh, Die Hard. I yep. did a real weird... I did Forrest Whitaker. I've done it before, and you actually gave me a pass, so I'm going to give you a pass. I like him, and it's... I don't know. That's what I did. Yeah, I can see it. Be, <laughs> oh, I mean, what's his, it's, it's kind of a, cold. <laughs> it, it's kind of a fun role, and Younger Him was kind of more fun. Yeah, I'm thinking like in the arm... Uh, not in the arm right now. Jesus Christ. Uh, good morning, Vietnam, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, uh, that's the vibe I thought you were going for, and that, that that could work for me. All right, thank you very much. Uh, who'd you do for Jimmy Wing? That would be the record executive. That's the one that I didn't is... have. I don't know why I didn't Okay, hear me out, but I think it's because I just watched American Psycho, but I did Christian Bale and him doing his character from American Psycho, because <laughs> I feel like that's what Judd Nelson's doing. Um, I uh, That's good. He make the role serious and good, right? And also uncomfortable. I think it'd be the exact same, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Nothing. Uninspiredly, change. I went um, Charlie Sheen because I think they're similar. Okay, I'll just give you a throwaway to fill in marks. Rob Lowe from Wayne's World, just to get that vibe going. I okay. didn't say I didn't say this in um in our questions comments, but there is a lot of like 
similarities to Wayne's World in this movie. They must have pulled inspiration for it, but I like yeah, it, I mean, and it same... just made me want to watch Wayne's World, but I like this movie still. I, I get your vibe. I mean, it's the, the 90s hair metal. So it's the same time, same vibe. Um, here's uh, another throwaway comment. Uh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm never going to dress like that, but I would like to have long hair, a uh, leather jacket, and ripped jeans. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen for me. Hey. You can get a wig. I mean, you no, can, no, you can, I'd want it to be authentic. You can play dress up. You can cosplay. Yeah, but nobody wants to cosplay. Shout out if you cosplay, but I'm not. A lot, of, play. I mean, a lot of people want to cosplay. That's true. Okay. Uh, just wait for Halloween so you can really, you know, dive in. I'd want to do it method actor, though. I'd want to grow my hair out for it. And that's just not going to happen. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, who'd you guys have for Milo, the radio station uh, manager? I got a final. I like mine. It's him nowadays, Stanley Tucci. Ooh, that one's good. Damn, that's better. He than also mine. does a lot of ponytail work. Uh, so I I feel like that one's perfect. He, I feel like he could do a lot of Michael McKean roles where he plays a bit of a dick. John Turturro. Okay, I like that too. <laughs> I got John uh, Turturro. Big, big, Lebo- big Lebowski. Um, uh, Rounders. I can't think of anything else. Rounders. Rounders. I uh, I got John Turturro later in this cast. Really? weird. Yeah, it's not there though, nice. but uh, yours is actually better. Um... I went John Lovitz. Thought it would be perfect. Okay. I love it so much. <laughs> I like. We that don't one. get him in, a, in a, it, Don't get him in enough. So I love it. Sleazy. Love it. You love the love. Backstabby. It. Let him roll. Let it rip. Uh, I take the ponytail have... with him too. I love it too. Who'd you have for Ian, the DJ? I love mine because it's a man of many voices. It's Hank Azaria. Um, that's good. Mine also is kind of a voice guy. He seems cool. Like, not to shit on Joe Montana, but he seems kind of cooler, too. I don't know. Of a radio DJ. I think he seems equally as cool as Joe Montana. (laughs) Maybe maybe less, actually. Fair. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Sorry, I just... No, no, no no burn to Hank Azaria. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I was actually... You said Hank Azaria. I heard Harry Shear. That's who mine is. I did Harry Shear. Oh, okay, okay. Nice, nice. I like both of them now. Funny enough, I thought about putting Harry Shear there, but I was like, who's someone who's a little younger, who's more attractive, and like who could be a cool DJ? Hank Azaria. Yeah, that's better. Harry Shear. I'm actually throwing shade to Mark's recasting. Harry Shear isn't as cool as Joe Montana. <laughs> he's not as cool, but he does have the voice, and I like um, him. And he's funny. I went Philip Seymour Hoffman from Almost Famous. That's exactly like that, that role. I like that. Honestly, I thought about that, but I've found him a bunch recently. Oh, I do him way too much, but I think he's super versatile. And a great actor. R.I.P. Uh, let's move on to the main three. Who'd you have as Rex? That would be the Steve Buscemi one. I'll go first. Uh, you heard it earlier. This is where I put John Turturro. Okay. Cool. I thought he was going to be your Ian, just because it kind of a looks alike a little bit. Sure, but no, just John Turturro. Uh, Mark, who do you got? Wait, which one's Rex? That's Buscemi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandler Crew, David Spade. Oh, okay. I definitely thought of that. I thought about him somewhere. I think I would put him somewhere else, but I don't have him. Uh, I did Danny McBride because I do him all the time. Ooh, I like a McBride. Ka- kind of the crazier one that's a little more like, put your, put your hands up, everybody, yeah, who's yeah. a little less, who doesn't think it through as much. I actually think uh, you're winning this big time. Yeah, like, I, I feel away. really he's good. This, honestly, I feel Jeez, great this he's week. He's pulling away. Uh, that's good. Who'd you, do, who, who'd you have as Pip? That's where I would have put my David Spade, um, but I have Paul Rudd there. I like that. That's good. Kind of like your The cute, aloof, good-looking one. I'd keep him as a date, not days confused, as a wet hot American summer Paul Rudd kind of vibe. That's where I put my Jim Carrey. I don't know why. Okay. Actually, that's where I oh. did put David Spade. I wanted to f- kind of stay in that. I don't know. It changes oh, the character, cool. but I like him as a, he could be quiet and weird. Yeah. Still kind of like a meek, quiet one that, that could kind of work. It's just not as much as the heartthrob vibe anymore. Uh, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, but you know, 
Thanks for listening. No, David offense, Spade. no, offense, to Dave, no offense to David Spade. Uh, who'd you have as Chaz, the main guy? The Frage. I'll go first. Jason Siegel. Ooh, Ooh, damn. I should have gone first. Right? He just won. He just won. Right? That's pretty That's good. Actually, I went perfect. Chuck. I went Chuck. What'd you do? Imagine a long-haired seagull. Yeah, yeah I, can, right? I totally can. And oh, I can imagine man, in this movie. All, imagine him riding a motorcycle, though. Awkward also. No, it, it would look weird. identical. So <laughs> yeah, goofy. <laughs> God damn it. I feel stupid. I should have just... Damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm ch- put... Now I'm changing mine because I'm... I'm still going to say mine, and I think that they're similar talent mm. level actors. It's just one's way, way more attractive. I think mm. Brad Pitt, this is a perfect role for him. Okay. That's a step up for sure. <laughs> In the looks department, but like character actors, Brad Pitt plays goofy pretty well. He does He does a good silly. You're right. You're right. Say before, I mean, in 1994, Brad Pitt was not a megastar famous guy yet. He could have been really good in this role. Not as good as Jason Siegel. And I'll give him like his burn after reading or silliness in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark, Mark, who is yours? Did you Damn, go? I'm Sorry. Not a, fucking last. Matthew Lillard. Okay, I could be cool with that. I was so i I got Matthew Lillard recast. We didn't get to him, but that was my David uh, Arquette role. Oh, the Carter. Oh, I totally forgot about David Arquette. That'd be a great David Arquette role, right? I wanted to keep it in the Scream Wellhouse. Who'd you do? Weasley Uh, Ed Norton. Ooh, nice. Okay, I thought about Ed Uh, Norton. He was in my Jamie Kennedy just to keep it kind of on par. Is that it? Uh, That's the cast. Which I did. I did Kyle Gass's Wilson, Farrell, or not Farrell, uh, Farley. Oh, I forgot about that role, too. That'd be a nice cat. Oh, Kyle, yeah, shout out. Uh, I think that we're going to move it on. We're going to bring back an oldie but a goodie. We're going to do the Holy Trinity. Welcome back, everybody, to the Holy Trinity. It's been a long time, but we're going to do a little switcheroo on uh, on Mount Rushmore this week. The Holy Trinity, we do three character actors, and this week it's going to be Keanu Reeves, Andy Dick, and Nicolas Cage, the Rage Cage himself. Mark, let's kick it off with you. Who did you do for Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. I went out of the big three, the main okay. three. I went Milo. Okay. So he's going to be the, the radio uh, record, station the, head. Yeah, the. I could see that he's going to. I mean, you, you got your hots and colds with him, so you know he could be a dick. Jordan, he's, like he's just dick. my. He's just my Chaz. You got to let him. You got to let him grip it and rip it. Do Main what you want with he's it. Your Chaz. Oh, big time, big big time. Yeah, I, I want to see him hair, get in a fight yeah. with his girlfriend. I want to see him wear a weird wig. I want to see him on a motorbike. I think I have something better for you. Motorbike. He's he's Rex. Imagine him as be like, get your hands up, as being like the guy with the gun, and also imagine him be like, we got all kinds of beer in here, man. It's a party. Imagine him being <laughs> Rex. Yeah, I can. I can. Good. I can see it. It might be fun to have him as a. We all um, went three long-haired characters, so we definitely want to see him with long hair. I could also I could, see him as Chris Farley's that. role. Oh, and I was gonna say I could see him maybe as the record exec and just like being a smooth talker with short hair. It might be even fun to see him as a Michael Richards role in Avengers. Okay, we're going through the whole okay. movie. Let's All move right, on. Right, right, right. <laughs> Where's Andy Dick, Mark? Where'd you put Where'd you put your dick? My dick is the uh, the disc jockey, Ian. Okay, Ooh, I like that. So a goofy, wacky disc yeah, jockey. Yeah, wacky disc jockey does voices, does sound effects. Okay, I did Pip, 
just the aloof kind of quiet one but you, what movie is he just really space-eyed in well kind of in the army now it's kind of his character from that michael mckinn's role i think he'd be real swarmy be real smug and like you know the self-preservance type of it trying to trying to get uh on the rafts with women and children if you will. okay i'll tell you i'll tell you this keanu reeves Hands down, that's Chaz. That's, that's where Chaz. your star that's is. That's where I put Chaz. He's a heartthrob. He's a little dumb, but you're rooting for him. That's Keanu Reeves. That's the easy choice. But I'm saying young... I think you mean the right one. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, of course. He would be a great Chaz. Right? Just okay. a band. Just a band. Ah, oh, God. A band. So good. A band. We just want to get our record on the radio. I can't do it. What am I doing Where'd you, where'd um, you put him? He's your pip. You take He's him from throat. parenthood, okay. that, you shave that, his okay. hair, you keep it long, <clears throat> silent, dreamy, pip. That works. That works for me. That's right. Yeah. That's and Chaz, right. he would do. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, Mark, uh, where's your Keanu? That's right. I'm, I'm with you on the Chaz. Chazzy. I, oh. said, I said it with you. Lead character, man. That totally makes sense. Jordan, I, I get what you're throwing out there, but mine's better. Camera one recasting. Mark and you guys did it, and... Uh, that's that's it. It felt good to do the Trinity. I haven't done it for a while. It was it was nice to dust it off. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh, the Holy Trinity making its way back as well. Uh, if you did, make sure you email us with maybe some other character actors you'd like to see in the big three. Thanks for listening to our take on Airheads. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And we are just a small grassroots podcast. So if you'd like to help, you can go to patreon.com and search Cult Classics Pod to subscribe for exclusive episodes and premium content. If you like our banter but hate our takes on movie, check out Urban Hermit. That could be right up your alley. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll check you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.